Genghis Cohen in the heart of Hollywood. It's the Nighttime Show. Tonight, we have our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. And we have a very special guest, star of Highlander, over 35 feature films, 200 hours of television, and the upcoming film, Summer Dance, Adrian Paul. And now our host, he's moved silently down through the centuries, waiting for the quickening. He, there can be only one, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Oh, yeah. Very well done. Well done, sir. Are you going to get an announce like that on KTLA? I don't think so. How do you, how do you follow that? <laughs> you... I, we I, just wrap up. We just go. I'm Thank the, you for coming. It's <laughs> over. Yeah, I'm leaving now. Thanks we'll take a, a few photos, and that'll be yeah. yeah we yeah. Well, I, I should kind of do that on my radio show, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I, I have a radio show called Peace on Radio. Oh, awesome. but I don't quite kind of get that type of intro. I kind of do something <laughs> stupid. But, the you know, secret is cocaine. Ah, <laughs> God bless you. Pharmaceutical grade cocaine. <laughs> Pharmaceutical grade. We're that type of show. <laughs> Military <okay>. grade <laughs> cocaine. Right. They just airdrop it into your house every morning. Uh, Adrian, this is a such an honor it's so fucking cool we're 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 big we're all big fans of you so yeah. this is a big deal man it's great to have i think you he might actually be immortal because he looks the same to me as he did <laughs> on all those episodes of Highland. i'm like he hasn't aged in 20 yeah, years yeah i do i don't bounce as easily trust me <laughs> <laughs> can't tell you know like kids uh, they fall on the floor and they're like i'm yeah. okay i'm fine i go on the floor and i'm like i'm gonna I'm stay here for a couple <laughs> i live on the floor now <laughs> yeah. that's that's what happens now when i drop something on the floor i just go that's where that's it stays where it <laughs> it lives there now. That's where that sh- that's where that goes now. I've been saying lately on stage that I'm at the age now where I I talk about naps the way I used to talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited. Oh, I had a great nap yesterday. Uh, the hottest nap ever. <laughs> as soon as I woke up, I was ready to nap again. You wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Adrian, how do you stay in such good shape? What do you do? What are you doing with your life? What is happening? Oh, you know, I mean, I I, I don't smoke. I eat fairly healthy i'd now back on a workout regime because i've got another i've got a pilot i'm doing in uh, november where um anyway i'm not going to talk about it but anyway i'm doing that and uh i've got two kids you know i've got to run after them so you know yeah. it's it that keeps me you know fairly in shape sure i can't keep up with them how, how old are the kids five and seven. Ooh, wow. eight. Okay. she's eight. Oh, yeah. that is yeah that's a lot yeah that's a five-year-old's like you know, Speedy Gonzalez, he just doesn't stop. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Roadrunner. You know, beep, beep, bam, smash. Oh, my you know, God. That's it. Yeah, no, he's seriously. Picks up a, picks, picked up a sword when he was two. Wow. Two and a half. Actually, it, was, it wasn't a sword. It was actually a branch. And he stood in a sword pose. I'm like, where did you learn that? <laughs> I, I didn't teach him anything. I learned it by watching wow. you. No, he didn't see a thing. That was the weird thing. He'd never oh seen God. anything I'd done. And now he's into, you know, Doing his swords, but he's into also. He's also into soccer too. You know, he's like, do they like, oh, know cool. that they're? Falling? Yeah, they've seen. Now he wants to watch it, but my wife's like, no, let's keep off the violent stuff on the TV. <laughs> he's already yeah, got a sword. sword. Yeah. Well, you know, when I'm when because I, I I have the sword experience now, which is where I take people on. Uh, I te- I've done castles in Europe. I've done uh, places in New Zealand, in different places, and we we I take people on a. Um, uh, I I show them the choreography of a film they've seen in TV or on, on mm-hmm. in the films. And then I teach them the choreography. I teach them the basics. I teach them lo- some life lessons based on that and the choreography. I photograph them and I film them in a great location doing it. Get That's out awesome. Of here. Yeah. How do, how do we sign up? How, I'm, I'm sold it's, already. It's, 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 yeah. I've got one in Los Angeles coming up actually on the uh, 20th of uh, October. Then I've got one in Rhode Island. I've got one in 
Baton Rouge, Chicago. I'm doing my corporate one in New York in the end of uh, October, and I've got one in Atlanta. What, what do I have to do to learn the sword fight from Rob Roy? Uh, you know that. what? The, the funny <laughs> yeah. thing, yeah, I mean, th- this is what's so fun about it. Is I've got, I've, d- I've done a Star Wars fight. I've done, mm-hmm. Ro- uh, I haven't done Rob Roy. I've done um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I've uh, Dracula. Uh, I mean, I've done all of them, uh, a lot of them, not all of them. Obviously, Highlander ones, because people want to see that. But yeah. um, it's kind of fun because a lot of people are following it now. And I'm, I'm trying to create a space where I get martial artists and I get regular people and I get everybody kind of who's got an interest in some sort mm-hmm. of cosplay or sword or martial arts or something to come to one spot and then from that point talk about all the different arts etc there's not a place that's that's yeah. done that yet so we're wow. gradually getting more people you know um interested in all of this now and uh, linking to different uh it sounds places awesome. across the country that really that's, sounds cool yeah. it's like because they have fantasy baseball camps for like people to go and they play with like these old major leaguers yeah. this is like the sword fighting hollywood version of that i'm like this sounds so well, cool. do you provide the swords for them yeah yeah well they're, they're, they're not swords they're wooden so that right. I, my insurance is has a heart attack when i mention yeah. metal oh you know God. but i keep telling them metal is exactly the same as wood i can still i can still kill you with a wooden sword mm-hmm. <laughs> i believe i'm Insurance guys love to hear Listen, that. Yeah, no, I, I, I leave that part out most of the time. But you know that one of the most interesting um, stories that I tell people about that is that there's a very famous um, Japanese swordsman called uh, Miyamoto Musashi, who f- won over 52 fights, single-handed fights, and his last fight he um, met the best guy in the world. And it's all psychological. It had nothing to do with his strength and nothing to do with his skill. It was psychological. And he turned around and, and the best swordsman in Japan that he was going to meet, because he was a commoner, he wasn't a, a royalty, which is in Japan at the time, you could yeah. only fight with a, with a katana. You know, with mm-hmm. the, so he met this guy. They said, okay, you can fight him now. And they went to an island. And psychologically, he knew that there was a process, a ritual to take. So he turns up four hours late, mm-hmm. trying to tick the guy off, which he did, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then turned up as another insult and shaped his uh, sword or boken at that particular in fr- and he, he made it out of an oar so he shaped it out of an oar as an <laughs> other insult and it was wood and the smart thing he did he made it about an inch or two longer than the other guy mm-hmm. knowing that the other guy had a very long sword so and he killed him with a wooden sword so i'm i'm what? basically trying to tell you that <laughs> a wooden piece of wood is just the same you know if i get your eye your ear any other extremity you've got or or you fi- I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you, and I can crush you with it. So there is a certain amount of, <laughs> you know, wow. this. Um, well, it, it's really not that impressive because I think I'd cry if I got a splinter. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. The, the <laughs> great, the great thing still. is I've never had anybody hurt. I've, I've done hundreds of people so far. Yeah. You know, in the sort of, I've done it for a year and a half now. Wow. I've had hundreds of people go through it, and they might have hit a finger or something, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Because I, I'm big on safety. Yeah, I'm big on protecting the person you're in front of. I'm big on communication between the people. So is there like a website with details on this? Because I want to go check yeah, it out. Yeah, thesordexperience.com. Sword it's real simple. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Swordexperience.com. Yeah. That is amazing. I had no idea it was going to be that cool. I would make uh, a trip. I would make oh, a yeah. trip yeah. overseas to go somewhere well, really you know, cool. The, the yeah, one I just did it. in Europe, for instance, I did castles in uh, Ireland, in Scotland, England, and France. Next year, I've got the southern France. I'm also looking at Hawaii because I'm mm-hmm. trying to do experiences. In other words, yeah. you go for a few days and you hang out and you do some whale watching or you do zip lining or you, and you do a sword experience and you do yoga and you do all these different so I'm creating packages now to put people on oh that's very that so that's the next so one so cool yeah that's it's awesome. kind of fun it's kind of, kind of you fun you know what so. would be perfect for that New Zealand 
I, I just came back from New Zealand. Yeah, oh, yeah, I actually man. came back from New Zealand. I did two in New Zealand this year. Oh my god, That's awesome! What what a life that you're living. Yeah, this is a you know, fascinating I'm life. Pick the, I want to go to Tahiti. Yep, that's where we're going. We'll do <laughs> yeah. the tour there. I love that's it. Smart. Yeah, well, that's smart. Yeah, and why not? Yeah. So like, pick a location. Like, like, are there any movies that have been filmed here? Hmm. Well, no, yeah. but you, you don't have to. Well, I, I did that. The last one I did, which was in Chantilly in France, it was the it was the Castle Chantilly, which was huge. The horse stables alone had. I think it was 250 horses they would have. There was one of the biggest royal stables in Europe. And we shot Highlander inside. So I shot the exact same fight we shot Highlander 20 years ago in the same location that, that uh, wow. you know, we did it 20 years ago. So that was kind of fun. That's incredible. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I would now, imagine cosplay people, like, it's cool enough to look like a certain character and everything. But once you learn to fight like them... That would make it so much cooler. Well, you kind you of know. you know how to swing it. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I see so many people who swing with straight arms. Well, you never punch with a straight arm. You don't walk around with a straight arm up and down like this. You have to bend the elbow. Mm-hmm. The same thing with the sword. And so many people like to sort of hit with just their top arm. I'm like, okay, let's talk about coordination <laughs> here. Your legs are connected to your top half, <laughs> right? You know, and a lot of the yeah. time, it, it's amazing how something simple we overcomplicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how did you learn all the sword fighting stuff? Because I, I assume you had some experience in that before you got Highlander, or did you just learn as about you About a along, year or? before, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. I, I started doing a little bit of sword work. I'd, I'd done some kickboxing. I'd done, uh, I'd worked out, and I'd done every single sport. No, no man. And then when I got Highlander, I started getting, I started learning from a guy called Bob Anderson. Bob was the head of the Olympic fencing team for Britain um, for 30 years. Wow. Great man. Fantastic mm-hmm. man. He actually choreographed. He was the guy behind um, Darth Vader's mask mm-hmm. in um, um, Star Wars. Oh, he wow. did Lord of the Rings, Highlander, First Knight, uh, Princess Bride. He did all of those. Okay. So he was very, you know... Um, fencing oriented mm-hmm. and I wanted to and if you look at my style in the first year it was very f- fencing and then I went away and I started studying with my sh- Shifu my teacher mm-hmm. uh, with Hungar and Asian martial arts mm-hmm. so I learned staff and bow and sword f- from the Asian martial arts then I learned it's a lot like what the character actually does yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. I mean it's a, it's a, so you look at the style that I created because you know I learned all these different styles from different people afterward and so you pick all of this up you do you're doing three hours a day, mm-hmm. four days a week, five days a week doing sword. You have to improve somewhat, <laughs> you know, yeah. over that I time. So, yeah. And I tell people, if you're good at something, don't sit on your butt. You've mm-hmm. got to keep on practicing because there's going to be somebody else that's not so good and they're going to practice every day and they're going to get better than you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So how did you yeah, get Highlander? I'm, tr- I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying to so, be a better dancer. I'm not very good at it, but I'm working on it. Okay? Look, and you're the worst tap teacher I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. I'd love so, to see you two tap and dance. Oh, and so would I. Him and I, we do a, a terrific it's uh, like happy shuffle feet. ball change. Yeah. You wouldn't believe yeah. the shuffle. The, the, the shuffle it needs a little work, but the ball change, it's terrific. Yeah. It's really yeah. great. So how did the, uh, the TV show come about? Because that was obviously sort of like, the big break for you, would you say, in your career? Yeah. That show? yeah. How did that come about? Like, you've been acting before that. Yeah, I mean, I'd done two series before that. I did War of the Worlds, and I'd done um, The Colbys, which was a spin-off from Dynasty, which is just being re-released Redone, to yeah. right now. Um, and, um, you know, Highlander came. I'd done a bunch of stuff, and Highlander came along, and they, they interviewed me. I was the first person they ever interviewed mm-hmm. for Oh, wow. It. Yeah, and, oh I, and, I, and I walked in, and I'm like, hey, guys, you don't have to go anywhere for anywhere else. I'm the guy you're looking for. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're a cocky motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, 
it took another three months to go through process and mm -hmm. uh, through a, a reading, through an audition process, screen test, and eventually got down to five of us and they got down to two of us and then three weeks have gone by and I'm sitting there going, my agent's like, by this point, they've given it to the other guy. Yeah. You haven't heard anything. Right. It's gone. It's gone. I'm going on vacation. So he left, went mm -hmm. on vacation. <laughs> two days later, I get a, a call from his assistant saying, you got it and you're leaving on Monday. This was like Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, you took you this, it? yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it took you this amount of time to figure this out. Like, yeah. and I'm leaving Monday to start. And luckily, uh, Christophe Lambert came in uh, to shoot, so I I got another week of prep. Mm -hmm. but, you know. Isn't it funny? They always say if ever you're not working in Hollywood, go on vacation. Yeah, the yeah. second yeah. that second you go on you do vacation, something, yeah, so something or you book another job. Yeah, you get to. I mean, for instance, the Highlander Con that that came up. Here, it's coming up here in um, in two weeks' time. The minute I booked that, two other cons booked me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Can't do it, sorry." Yeah. You know, like, yeah. wow. so you know, and it's, and it's true, it is true, and I, and jobs too. I get one job, and then somebody else books me. I'm, I've been working for six months. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Now, were you a fan of the movie at that point? Like, had was it like a big movie that you liked, or you yeah, no, I loved I loved the first movie, and I was actually in a casting office not far from here, actually, that um, had the Highlander two poster up. You know the the yeah. the episode that nobody will admit yeah, to, right? Um, and I was sitting there in front of it, and I looked, and I'm, like, I'm going to do something with that. I, I swear to God, I said that, and I, and I looked, and I said, I know I'm doing something with this. That's really and, cool. You know, sure enough, six months later, mm -hmm. I'm I'm starting to see. Yeah, and if wow. anybody listening has not seen Highlander, if you don't know what it is, basically, uh, Adrian here plays an immortal named Duncan McLeod, and basically every episode sort of follows the same formula where. You see him, modern day, he runs into another immortal person. They have a flashback. You see him, like, fighting in the Civil War. And then they come back to modern day, and you chop his head off with a sword. And then you get struck by lightning. And that's, that's a really, that's a really stripped-down version and of it. It's signifying that he got all of his powers, <laughs> I will tell you too, though. It's not that it and is, then he would get all the guy's powers, too. I will tell you this. That was part of it. In the late yeah. 90s, yeah, that was the coolest show on yeah. television. I would go out of my way to watch it every week. Like it came on at like midnight on Saturdays or whatever. And I was a loser. So I wasn't doing anything midnight on Saturdays and I watch it every single week. And I love that show. Like it was, that's the most left-handed compliment you've ever <laughs> 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 Losers watched it, but it was the best show. You, you well, know, the, the funny thing is, uh, and it, and it went to 90 <laughs> countries yeah. across the world. And the reason that happened was because it had so many different elements in it that different people mm -hmm. from different cultures could uh, identify yeah. with. It was big in America. It was big in Russia. Who says Russians and Americans are the same? They're not. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it had things like romance. It had history. It had fighting. So yeah. the guys liked it for one thing. The girls liked it for another. The kids liked it for another. So it was, you know, it was really kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a bad Was that your real hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not the first year. I had to grow it out. But yeah, okay. I got my, yeah. I remember in high school having a Highlander party because they did a marathon one day on USA <laughs> where they showed like all the episodes. <laughs> party. And I was like, I invited my friends over who... Were nerds, but different types of nerds. They weren't sci-fi nerds. They were actual like reading and writing nerds. Uh -huh. And they were like, "What is this show?" And I was <laughs> like, and I kind of gave them just the bare bones, like Matt yeah, did. Like that, yeah. And they were like, "That's not real." And I was like, "Well, we'll watch the movie, and then we'll watch the show." And they watched it, and I thought one of them has to walk. One of them has to like make an excuse to go home early, <laughs> but the rest of them might stick around. They were like flash forward to an hour and a half later. They're all just transfixed on the TV. <laughs> they're just like, 
I can't believe this show exists. Why don't I know about uh, this? You know, it actually, the funny fun. thing is, we called it the best kept secret in Hollywood. We never had advertising, yeah. we never had anything. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, Highlander, I mean, they're redoing Highlander, the movie now. There's a new movie oh, supposedly really? coming out. It's supposed to be a very big mm-hmm. budget movie. The guy that did John Wick is, is directing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I did hear about uh, that. And so there's a lot of rumors about it going. Um, and it's primed right now for <laughs> yeah. a, a remake because you've got so many. The, the effects and the stories and they're so different today yeah. and there's a new generation that never even heard of it yeah yeah, yeah. and just the the you know jumping back and forth through time element that's that's got to be that must have been insane to shoot oh, something fun. like that that you must have been so fun. much fun well, think about it's it. like a different period piece every episode yeah yeah and, and cool. you're not doing a, a formulaic type of show like a, a cop show where you you as an yeah. actor are going in solve the crime of the week yeah pretty much right. and new characters yeah. coming in have the best parts because you know you're doing a show everywhere. You, your character's changing a little bit because yeah. I played a, an immortal that was 400 years old. So at some point, he was more of a joker. At some point, he was more mm-hmm. of a drunkard. At some point, he was more of a, a warrior. At some point, he was more of a pacifist. So every week, I'm going, okay, where is he today? You know, yeah. What's he doing today? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, of course. And that of was course. the fun part of it. Uh, hey, uh, man, this is such a fun podcast. You know who I'm missing, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss uh, Mike Glazer. I wish Mike Glazer was around. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that. There he is. He's coming in the door right now. Mike Glazer. Hey. 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 Can I come up? Hey. Hey. Holy cow. Whoa. Mike, what's going on? How are you doing? I was in the desert, and I saw an oasis or something. It was a huge bottle of Fireball, and so I just, like, dragged it back here. Whoa. Whoa, Look how big that bottle of Fireball is. Yeah. I feel like you could swim in it if you don't want to drink it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely enormous, man. I mean, I can't believe that you find found that in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Well, hey, let's all have some of that Fireball whiskey. Yeah. Thank goodness, man. You know, Fireball whiskey it makes everything better, even uh, even almost dying in the desert. Yeah, but it was yeah. worth it. I mean, it's gonna taste great. Yeah. Yeah, cinnamon whiskey. It makes you feel good, even when you're almost about to die in the desert. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, when, uh, w- you know, when, when you started filming that show, did you feel, uh, like at, at what point did you start to feel comfortable in the role? Like, when did you start feeling like you were like, like th- th- you, you're like on a roll, like you're going to be good. Like this is going to be okay. after midway the second season, I think second, third season, mm-hmm. purely and simply because, you know, the first season we were finding what worked and what didn't work. And I, and the one thing I didn't want to happen was it to be, let's catch the bad guy of the week. Because mm-hmm. that right. has really, yeah. y- you're not following that. You're following as an audience member, you're following the characters. You're following the people, what their progression is, what their failures are, what their obstacles are. And so that's really what interested me. And, and we got a new writer in midway through the first season who started to do that. And the second season, it really started picking up. Um and other things like the Scottish accent that I had in the past. Mm-hmm. One of the producers came up to me after shooting 17 episodes saying, you've got to drop the Scottish accent in the flashbacks. And I'm like, no. She yes. went, what, what, sorry? She said, I'm the producer. I said, to be honest with you, what do you want me to do? I've just done it for 17 episodes. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. And am I just supposed to, st- I'm going to talk to the head producer. So he called me and in my, in my moment of, of clarity, <laughs> instead of like going, I'm not doing that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I try to do it without the accent. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is anymore. And I, I said that to the new producer. I said, not pro, new producer, mm-hmm. the, the, the head the producer, head. the Bill Panza. I said, look, Bill, 
I'll be honest. I've done it with and I've done it without the accent. I'll do it without, but I have no idea who the guy is anymore in the past because if you want me to have a semi-British American accent or American or depending on what you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, in the present or in the past, uh, I don't know. I mean, does that work? He goes, no, 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 no. Okay, after 1815, uh, you can when you come to America, you can change it. So I changed every flashback I did up until 1850. I, I made it a little less, a little less. And the funny thing was about three weeks after this, we, they had this survey and everybody was saying the flashbacks and the Scottish accent we love it we love it yeah. so I'm like you know <laughs> yeah. you've got yeah. to go. I, I, indicated yeah, yeah but you know the thing is I wasn't doing it out of spite or uh, right. being an act I just really felt this is who he is it's called yeah. the yeah. Highlander yeah, yeah. It's, it's in Scotland it couldn't be more Scottish <laughs> you know but, yeah. you want me to start talking like this Duncan in Scotland in 1853 <laughs> right. you know, yeah. you know yeah, I don't right. think that really would work you know? yeah that doesn't make that, that wouldn't make any sense uh, what about co-stars? Uh, what, what were the... Uh, what about them? What about them? <laughs> what about... I mean... Who, who were some fun people to work with? Oh, gosh. Roger Daltrey yeah. uh, from The Who oh, we worked with. And, Was uh, that some of... Like, that's the first thing I remember seeing him in as an actor besides Tommy. Possibly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm sure he did other stuff. And, you know, he was, he was a hoot. Uh, Roger and mm-hmm. I got on very well. And um, That must have been exciting great. just to meet him. At yeah, first, it, was, it, was, it was fun because, like, you know, he's been in front of tens of thousands of people in concerts all over the world <laughs> yeah. and the who's been a major band yeah. since the 60s i want to say yeah. 70s mm-hmm. oh yeah you Easily. know and um you know it was it was fun and but you know he was just roger you know just mm-hmm. roger what, what about uh uh what about stan stan kirsch yeah stan he's kirsch. actually an acting teacher here now in in los angeles really? again not far from here yeah he's an acting teacher and um he's doing very well he's done he's done very well as an acting teacher and then there's elizabeth grayson Oh, who's yeah. now doing oh, yeah. Um, yeah. She, played Amanda. She had the spin-off show. Yeah, she had the uh, spin-off show, which didn't do very well. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but, um, you know, she's a lovely girl. And, and so she's doing um, documentaries on, on different things, dance documentaries. And Peter Wingfield, who played Mythos in the series, went off and became a doctor, a real doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I had yeah, no li- idea. Yeah, listen to this story. He, he was originally went through college and, and did all the exams to be a doctor, his parents are putting him through that. And just before the finals, he's like, no, nah, I want to be an actor. And they're like, are you insane? Like, really? Oh like, God. what? So right after, you know, Highlander yeah. finished, and then he started doing some more work, and eventually he's like, you know what? I've still got a good 20, 25 years worth of work. Let me go back and be a doctor. So I think he's finishing his residency now in uh, San Diego. So, Oh, my oh God. That's incredible. Yeah, so That's there's a, a lot of interesting stories. I can stories imagine, like, s- walking into the exam room, and you're like, oh. What are you doing? I'm, I guess I'm like feeling something. I'm feeling... <laughs> are you immortal? Like <laughs> <laughs> he's not a gynecologist, but yeah. that's all I'm saying. So oh what was it like God. the first time you met Christopher Lambert? Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun. It was fun. You know, I mean, I'd watched the, the film and I'd, I'd loved it. And, you know, it was um, like two kids, pretty much. Oh, that's I cool. Say, you know, he's... he's you know, we're laughing and joking and playing and within like a couple of days. So I realized he was just as much of a kid as I was. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Now you grew up in London? Yeah, right? I grew up in London, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been here for thirty years. Yeah. Wow. Do you go back do you go back at all? Do you go back yeah. and visit? Yeah, I've families? just you know, I mean I you know, as I said, I was in Europe this year. I have relatives in Italy, Hungary, my wife's family, my brother and my mother are in England, my other brother and his family are in Thailand. 
So whenever I go anywhere, it's not really a vacation. It's good to go mm-hmm. see you know, family and stuff. <laughs> see family, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little mm-hmm. tough. Like, no, I can't see you. I'm, I'm here, but I'm not seeing you because I'm having a vacation. <laughs> now, when that you would go down really well. You mentioned you went to Scotland as part of your, your tour last year. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to Scotland, do they have a, a big affinity for the characters in that because they were Scottish? Like, is that a thing they no, sort of latched onto there? You know, the Scottish are funny. They... they 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 want that I don't want to say wine. They they complain about nothing going there. When something does go there, they don't attend it. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a really weird. My best attendances were France and Ireland, funnily mm-hmm. enough, and England. Scotland wasn't as well attended as my other events were. Maybe that's publicity. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, you know they they do have that. They love the Highlands. Mm-hmm. They love the Highlander. But you know it's like. Hey, this is a Scottish thing. You're not Scottish. Yeah. You're English, you know. <laughs> and uh, sounds just like my cousin. You, you live in America. You know. So I have I have cousins from Scotland, and I I just went as a family reunion like a month ago. I went there. They've been here for forty five years because they were my wow. dad's cousins. They still, still I can like I can't understand them. I talked to them for ten minutes. I'm like I got like three words they said. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, I know. They, they do tend to have a very... depends where you go because Edinburgh has a very English... It's a very soft accent. You know, it's, uh, it talks like... Yeah, they're from Glasgow. Uh, but they're from Glasgow. You're tooting like yeah. And then they've got all this thing like this. And, now, and, that, and it's really... I don't... I can't even do it, but yeah. it's really harsh. You, know? yeah. you can't understand them. Yeah. Now, uh, what kind of sword... Co- do you have a sword collection? Do you have a weapons collection at home? Uh, I have a couple of swords. You yeah. know, I have a, one of the Highlander swords that was given to me uh, on the very last um, night of the last show, which was made out of pewter, the actual hand was made out oh, of pewter. Oh wow! Oh my god! And um, I've got a couple of other swords, but I have a lot of bokens now because the sword mm-hmm. experience actually yeah. we do bokens, and I have a design of my own boken, mm-hmm. which is you know it's a, it's not a cheap boken. I mean, I have yeah. my range now is coming between like ninety to three hundred and twenty bucks for one of these because mm-hmm. they're handmade, yeah. handcrafted, you know, and they, it takes a lot to actually make one. So I have a, a collection of those as well. So I have some, but got to keep them away from the kids do you <laughs> sign a lot of swords do people ask yeah. you to sign swords yeah, oh, yeah. yeah i'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. it's gotta be yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure well pull it out Stephen. But all right obviously. well listen i've got this <laughs> yeah, easy Stephen. not that thank you that interview is now finalized thank you oh, do you sign a lot of decapitated heads i've signed a lot of strange things let's put it like that i've even even signed a girl's um arm um that she would then go and tattoo it Mm-hmm. On oh, her, wow. so, so she da- her celebrities. She's got names of celebrities have signed her arm, and <laughs> she's gone and tattooed it. Were there any strange celebrities on that arm? Like, did you see any names? You're like, oh, there's every celebrity on that like arm. Bill Paxton, yeah, <laughs> Dick, Dick Van Dyke. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's Bill Paxton on this girl's arm. Buster <laughs> Keaton. Yeah. yeah. How old is this girl? This girl is old. That's so. That's that's amazing. Um, uh, when when uh, like I mean. <laughs> You can't even say like when Highlander ended because Highlander didn't. It never end. really it, ended. It continued. <laughs> like, it continued movie after movie, and and there's no like. Do you feel like would you continue doing the character? Like do you like do you? How would do you Duncan McCloud make a return? Would if, you make a return? If, yeah, in this, I, if this know, reboot, maybe it would be fun. It would be fun to do something. I mean, I you know now it's a whole different era and time. I mean, if they came back, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of do it. It's always fun to re- revisit things, you know, that you haven't done in so long. You know, mm-hmm. it's been 15 years now because I did the two last films, one with Christopher where I chopped his head off and then yeah. the, one <laughs> after, the one after that. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, but it's been a while, so it'd be kind of fun. 
That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be, I would love that. But you've also worked on a lot of other stuff besides the Highlander. Can yeah. we talk about some of those? Yeah. I know we yeah. only we have some limited time today. Um, but uh, let's see. Okay, so I mean, uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> he's, to got talk my, about. he's got my. He's got my IMDb. Sure. IMDb. I've got an IMDb up here. Yeah. While you're looking at that, I'll I'll tell a quick story. Okay. You you spoke of the movie where you chopped Christopher Lambert's head off. Uh, that won me a case of Guinness because me and my friend watched it. <laughs> oh, you had bet over who's going to win. Who's gonna win. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm, I'm positive it's Adrian Paul. He's just got more experience. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, it's he was the first Highlander. I was like, we'll see. <laughs> case uh, of Guinness. He we'll won the see. tournament before they explained there were aliens and whatever they did <laughs> right. in yeah. Highlander 2, which I choose <laughs> to not remember. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people do. And I see the producers will, will tell you that it never existed. Yeah. Yeah. That film was not in, not in existence. Yeah, And yeah. the first one was, I mean, with the soundtrack by Queen and everything, oh, it was man. just so... Yeah. They were only supposed to do one, so one song. And they saw the film. They said, no, we're doing an album. So that oh album, oh my god, that's amazing! That album came out of Highlander. They yeah, did a cover of New York, New York for it that still hasn't yeah. been released that people want, you know. And yeah, because like, they did. It was a great I mean, the two big yeah. movies I remember they did the soundtracks for was Highlander and they did Flash Gordon. Oh, mm-hmm. like, because yeah, I remember yeah. as a kid watching Flash Gordon, it was Queen Flash, doing all that. Ah, defender of the universe. That's yeah. that's, that's how my, it goes. Stephen. That's my. Yep. Presence. <laughs> I'm looking at you astounded at the moment. Okay, cut. Okay, Love Potion number nine. Oh, with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. that was oh, one of that was one of her first uh, movies actually. It was, and that was one of my early ones as well. Very early. Yeah. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I played an Italian, which is not <laughs> far from the truth because I'm half Italian. So um, that was that was a lot of we shot that in in Atlanta. And oh, wow. um, you know, it was one of she actually owes me a, a necklace because she bumped into me and smashed me into the wall and broke my necklace. But <laughs> it, I, I'm gonna if I see her again, I'm gonna go. Uh, there's interest on that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's now a diamond necklace. <laughs> yeah. It's now a necklace that has an Oscar attached. Yeah. To it. How about yeah. that? Come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the other one I really liked was kind of the Breed, which was a vampire movie. Oh, that mm-hmm. was a great oh, yeah. movie. I yeah. loved that. It was. Oh, a, yeah. It was a take on the vampires of nine you know i played a 1940s mm-hmm. vampire guy, cop who's trying to keep the the vampires from you know going nuts and all this stuff and trying to keep them safe and but i actually had a bad injury on that uh, on that set i landed really? on my head backwards oh wow. my god yeah, what? I, I choreographed a lot of the fight scenes in that and um when, when we were in uh in hungary i i wanted to do some wire work where i i did a back handspring and then i rose in the air flying shooting mm-hmm. guns and i said look we need wire work to do some of that do you yeah. do it and they're like oh yes we have done wire work and i'm like all right so let me see what you've done and i went to their gym and i saw the equipment i saw the stuff and i saw my stunt double who was a rugby player bigger than i was in the wire doing the movement that i wanted and he was being pulled by three or four guys and i'm looking at him going if i if i oh i'm gonna if i flip backwards too fast I'm going to over rotate so they've <laughs> done this, these things three times I said okay your turn so I, they put the stuff in my um, the harness on and the um, stunt coordinator is sitting, standing right in front of me and he says we go on three and I said yeah okay on three okay right so I'm getting ready and I, he says something in Hungarian which I don't <laughs> speak Hungarian yeah. so oh, he said something as, and I go backwards and the guys behind me don't pull because he told them say, I can do a back handspring so don't pull me so I went straight back on my head. Oh, oh my wow. God! Yeah, that was not pleasant. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, but that, that was after God. going straight forward on my head three years, four years before on Highlander. Oh so I've, I've had a couple of neck injuries. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. But so fine. What happens? Like, so yeah. you're making the movie, and then that happens. Like, is there a break in shooting no, for well, a month? Well, no. Or? Actually, I had to go to. Um, you just have to work through a concussion. Or? The first time I did it, they took me and did MRIs and all that stuff, and I stupidly, being younger and you know, like I can do anything type of attitude, I was going to Cannes to do the uh, TV and film festival, and I was in a tuxedo and all that, and I'm like, I'm not walking around in a tuxedo with a with a neck brace on. Forget it. So I took mm-hmm. the neck brace off. And I'm forgetting, I go to the club later that night and my neck's going backwards and forwards. And for a year, I'm in pain because you're supposed to immobilize the neck when you have any injury to it. So the next time I I did it, when going backwards, they put me in a neck brace. I did not take that neck brace off for 10 days. Mm -hmm. I slept with it. I went anywhere with it. You know, if I had to shoot a, a scene, I would take it off before and put it back on when I finished. And it, and it really made a huge difference between that. So, you know, they want you to keep working. Producers yeah. like, yeah. Oh, we're wasting money here. <laughs> yeah. Come back. Yeah. You know, I had my head split open here. Uh, I had three stitches and the, and the producer, this was on Highlander, and the, and the producer comes to the hospital with me and they stitch me up and the guy looks at me and goes, so what time can we get back to set? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, Holy shit. Really? Like, okay. Oh my God. And I, my eye split open another time when mm-hmm. I was directing one of the Highlander episodes. Guy, that, and see, this is the thing I teach when I do the sort of experience. A lot sure. of the time you can't, um, know what's around you like this light right. that is yeah. backlit so i'm slightly wherever they put the lighting or the floors different and uh, you know from when you mm-hmm. rehearsed in this particular instance there was a light right behind the performer and when he did a move that i went to get i missed it and went for it again but by that time he got onto the second move and just cracked me right across the face oh my wow. god and so it split my eye wide open so you know it was in one of the episodes that i was i was doing it was actually the um the one where we did for Byron, Lord Byron, which was, I can't remember mm-hmm. what the yeah. episode it was now. Yeah. But if you look on that episode, I'm doing the rest of the take, the fight, because I had to continue, I had to go back. I had three stitches put in the side of my eye with no anesthesia because otherwise it would swell up. Oh. Yeah. So I had to go, so I had to go and I'm, I'm, I'm looking just from one side of my face all the time, cheating that side so they couldn't yeah. see the stitches in my face. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, now, crazy. When you, like, when did you start directing on the show? Uh, season four, I did Homeland, which was the first of episode. Was it season three? No, season three. Homeland was season three. Mm-hmm. It was the first one. I actually went up to Scotland to do the um, the exterior shots for the the uh, all the, the the title sequences. Mm-hmm. And I said, why don't we do some of the entrances for Homeland because we're there? So we did the beginning and ends of scenes. And um, if you look at it, you would think you were in Scotland the entire episode, which we weren't. We were partly in Van- mainly in Vancouver. Yeah. Wow. But you could tell if you looked at the horses and the and the shrubbery that it was slightly different. Yeah. You know? How, do, how <laughs> did you like? But how did you make that transition? Like, how did did you had you directed before, or did you just kind of go? No, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to direct this. No, show but I, I watched. I'm I'm a big study. I I do a lot of research whenever I do anything. So I studied a lot of the different directors that came in. You know how they how they moved the camera, what they did. You know what. So for three years I've been doing that. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to direct now. And I had, you know, I'm playing Duncan McLeod. I knew the show. And I wanted to do it. And they said, okay, fine, we'll let you do it. And I did one. They liked it. And I did four more. So, you know, after wow. that. Did, yeah. So I did That's f- amazing. Before the shows are on. That's incredible. Um, also, uh, you did uh, Dark Shadows, the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. That was right between <laughs> when the Gulf War was on. So it didn't do very well. Because everybody yeah. was watching the Gulf War. But it, it was a good, um, I, that was fun. I did it, um, it was actually a, a couple of, Actors, to, the big actors today in that in that uh, series. Yeah. Um, 
that was again another vampire. Th- the only two vampire things I've done. You've mentioned. Them. <laughs> I, know, I know. He likes vampires. <laughs> well, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt was. Yeah, in, that's right. Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt yeah. was in Dark Shadows yeah. too. Yeah, so that's pretty incredible. He was a young boy at the time, oh and that was a, a redo of a show from like the sixties. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. It was the original, and then they did the film which with was Johnny bad. Depp, which yeah. Yeah, didn't do very well. Uh, can I tell you the my my favorite credit on IMDb? My, well, it's this is my <laughs> this is one of my favorites. It's, uh, I'm going to read you the plot. You tell me if you know what movie it is, okay? <laughs> you were in it. I'm going to read it. Oh, that helps. You've been in a lot of movies, but I'm going to read you this one. You tell me if you know. A federal agent investigates. Iborgs. Ah, you know it. Yeah. Iborgs. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, Iborgs. <laughs> a federal agent investigates when inconsistencies turn up in the photographic evidence of several murders recorded by mobile robotic cameras iborgs i mean that was brought out because of all the all the different come um, on all the cameras that are out today yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Done in 2007 2008 i think mm-hmm. i love that so ahead of its time yeah a little bit yeah. and the the visual effects they did on it was very good considering they had a very low budget it was a very mm-hmm. low budget film yeah but i love what's one of my favorite things in the world though is is like finding like weird stuff that people have done, you know, in their career. Because oh, like, you can find loads on me. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, we've well, all you mentioned weird stuff I've done. Yeah. You mentioned Golden Girls too, didn't you? No, oh, but no. I, know, I know Betty Betty White. I see. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you really? Well, yeah. She on social media. She actually tweeted me. She said. I love you. And I'm like, really? <laughs> do you know awesome. what her do you know what, what? her tw- do you know what her tweet tweet name is? No. no. Betty fucking white. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not joking. Oh I'm not joking, but it's like asterisk, God. asterisk. That's uh-huh. that's what that's what's on her uh, tweet. If you look at look it up. That's awesome. I I'm gonna I'm look gonna it, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> I will look it up. Is it a verified profile? Is this a real one? Does it have a blue check mark? I'm gonna look I'm gonna look it up right now. Betty fucking white. I had that. What is what is your Twitter? So Adrian Paul one. Yeah, I was like, if you want people to know, if you don't, yeah. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian Paul won. Yeah, is, is there somebody, some other Adrian Paul? Yeah, the first one? there yeah. was. Somebody took Adrian Paul. They want me to buy. It. I'm like, no, I'm not buying it from you. Adrian no. Paul one's fine, and you're you're not going to get anything yeah. out of that anyway. I yeah. love it. I love you know, it. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I had the same thing with. Do you know who Natasha Kinski is? Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, Natasha, I was doing a film uh, called. Um, God, now I've forgotten what it is now. Um, Oh, God, what was it? Uh, it's way back in 96, I think, 95. Uh, no, she's got to have... No, that's the other one. Um, I forgot the name of the film. Anyway, Natasha comes up to me and says, you know, my my friend um, Elizabeth and me, we, we love your show. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much. That's really nice of you. Oh, I, I want to get you on the phone with her at some point. I'm like, okay, here we go. It's <laughs> like, you know, okay, well, that's, that's good. Yeah, sure. So three or four, three days later, four days later, I'm in a hospital because I'm I'm a patient in a hospital room. It was, it was shot by John Landis, and a lot of good actors were in it. Oh sure. <laughs> I'm sitting in the hospital room. I'm wired up to to IVs and stuff. And in walks Natasha, and she goes, "I got Elizabeth on the phone." She goes, "Elizabeth," and I go, "Oh, okay. Hi, h- hello." She goes, "Hello, Adrian. Um, this is Elizabeth Taylor here." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Pardon? <laughs> Excuse me? What? Uh, yeah, seriously." She goes, oh "We God. love you. I love your stuff." And, and I'm like, and John Landis goes, "Adrian, we got to do this." I'm like, "Now cover the phone." <laughs> John, I've got an icon on the phone here. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone Taylor. for a minute. <laughs> I'm talking oh to Cleopatra. You must bring Natasha over sometime. We'll have barbecue. And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, no, I never did, but you know, oh, that was, God, I've been told that story. Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty funny. You could have been husband. Fire me. It's yeah, fire me now. It's fine. You could have been husband number 12. <laughs> you could have been. Yeah, could have been. Good night. Uh, My favorite been? moment ever, the end of the Oscars when they had her close it out. And she just goes, that's it? 
<laughs> We're done? Okay. And then she walks off stage. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. It's so amazing. That's amazing. Do you uh, have you ever done uh, like live theater? Have you are yeah. you a live theater guy? Yeah. I, I the trouble was when I first came here, they wouldn't let me do it because I wasn't an American citizen. I was a green card holder, so they had to have a green... They, the American equity wouldn't allow me to work unless there was a reciprocal agreement with English equity. So <laughs> I did a few plays, not very many uh, over the years, but I, I really loved theater. I loved doing it, but it's kind of harder now with kids, you know. It doesn't pay that well. Did you yeah. get uh, Tennessee Williams? Was that one of yeah. them? That was one of them. I, yeah. I'd, yeah. I, I had read, I'd read something about that. Which What was it? What play? Do you remember? Um Oh gosh, I'm trying. Mean, I did burn this at one point, but I did. Um, oh, I love burn yeah, this. Burn you did burn this. Yeah, but I did that. I did that mainly in classes. I mean, I did part of the playing in class. That's what. Class. That, who was that? Lan- uh, that was. Ten- that was. Uh, no, that was. Um, that's somebody else. Yeah. Uh, that's now you got me. Now you Lanford got me. Wilson. Lanf- yes. Lanford yes, Wilson. Yes. Yes. Is that? Yes. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think it was Lanford Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Theater nerd, but I did bounces, which <laughs> was a, a theater nerd, which was a, a, a movie where a movie, a theater play that did very well in England. We took it to New York, and um, it did very well here. Um, I replaced the, one of the cast members here, and it was basically um, playing like thirteen different characters throughout the night. You know, oh guys going to a club, the girls turning up at the club, the, the guys turning up at the club, the porno movies that the bouncers would watch after the movie. It was a whole story about. You know, it was fun to do because you got like all these yeah. characters you're trying to play. Yeah, know, that's incredible. Is it like a one-man show kind of thing? It was four four guys playing all these oh, different wow. characters, all the you know characters in a club. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, we we do have to wrap up soon because you have to get over. Yeah, because I'm I've got, I've got this. Uh, well, the other thing we haven't talked about, which is my yes, peace fund, which is yes, uh, yes. please know, let's talk about yeah, that. Which is um, the thing I've done for 20 years. It's uh, my charity called P- uh, Peace Protect Educate A Children Every Day. And, um, you know, we basically have done things in a lot of different countries, the U.S., El Salvador, Cambodia, Thailand, Haiti, uh, Romania, Hungary. We've done, and we, we've focused on a lot of different things. Now we really focus on you know, education because protecting a kid has to educate people what they should do in protecting them. You have to educate them in different factors. You have to educate them to get a job. You have to educate them in, in how to live their life healthy, how to, to find places where they um, get the right medicines. So education is kind of really our target. So we actually started a thing called the Interactive Storytelling Program here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles where I get celebrities to come in and they will be the narrators of the books that we give them, and mm-hmm. the kids have to act out the characters in the books. Oh, that's cool! Oh, that's so cool! That's so, amazing! Yeah, so they, they yeah, and it, and it's great because you watch these kids going from yeah to I want to I want to be Captain Hook, I want to be yeah. Alice, I want to be you know, and they come out of their shells, so they're much more likely to go and read the book at the end yeah. of the day. So, yeah. um, what's the name of the project? Uh, that's the in, the <clears throat> Peace Funds Interactive Storytelling Program. I love it. That's and amazing. This weekend we've got our um, uh, our uh, Peace Fund Poker event that we we hold annually, and I've got about forty fifty celebs turning up, and um, some of them are going to be doing the interactive storytelling program because it's going to be uh, targeted towards the kids, the hurricane kids, mm-hmm. the kids in yeah. uh, Florida, and and I mean, there's eight million kids displaced in yeah. education right now across the country that goes from Alabama to to uh, Georgia, uh, t- uh, Dallas, uh, t- Texas, Florida. Obviously, uh, not Costa Rica. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yep. thank you. Yeah. Um, and 
So we want to do something, mm -hmm. even if it might not be as big as we could like to do. Mm -hmm. but we'd like to do something to send books or support of some yeah. sort to the kids out there because education really is something that needs to be addressed because so many times today we don't have the government funding for education yeah. we don't have the books we don't have the the music programs the sports programs all those types of programs that, that are needed for our kids and if you look at the prison system in america alone it's about 90 percent of the people in the in the in the federal system don't read them right yeah so they got out of school. They didn't want to be in school. Yeah. They weren't interested. Somebody didn't support them, whatever. And what do they do? They have to turn a crime some mm -hmm. one way or another. Yeah. So I want, to, I want to be able to change that somehow. They're attacking at the source, at the source yeah, of the that's problem. That's really what it is. It has yeah. to be that education. Yeah. So this weekend, we really, you know, we're So where's the poker tournament? It's at the Microsoft um, facility um, in uh, Playa del Rey. Mm -hmm. It's open to the public. You can come and watch if you want. Um, uh, there is a fee, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, a donation to to the, to the charity, but even if you can't make it, we have a we have something. You know, when you do a marathon and you yeah. say, "Can you sponsor me for like ten mm -hmm. bucks a mile, whatever?" We have that for all the players. So, oh, in nice. other words, you can go online, you can look and see which player you like to support. You donate ten bucks, twenty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever you want to donate, and that actually allows the player to get a few chips on the table, as oh, well as helping cool. the kids uh, nice. to get uh, stuff for the kids. So it's a two-in-one type of. And so you can watch the, the the celebrity go through it. We will we'll have live tweeting all, all the way through mm -hmm. it. So, and where do people go to find information about? It'll that be peacefunpoker.org. Peacefunpoker.org. Yeah, perfect. Right. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, before, uh, just as we're about to wrap up, is is there anything uh, in this industry? I mean, you've you've been working for a long time, but is there is there anything in this industry that you haven't done yet that you've always wanted? Oh to do? yeah. I mean, there's loads of stuff. I mean, you know, some of the. I'd love to be in some larger films. That would be kind of fun to do. Yeah. But I mean, it's all about, you know, timing sometimes and who you know and sure. is this the right time for your life to do this? Is this, you know, and sometimes we, I, I find in life, you say, I'm going to be this. I'm, this is my dream. And I'm like, no, I don't think your dream's ever going to come true because you've got to make decisions along the way. Mm -hmm. sure. You've got to make a choice. Do you pay the rent? Or do you starve? You know, so yeah. you paid the rent. So that meant you went on this path. Mm -hmm. That brought you this choice over here, which was, okay, now I've paid the rent. Now I can do a soap actor. And I, so eventually you might end up being a star or you might end up being famous. Or you might, But it might be in a totally different direction mm -hmm. than you ever thought you were going to do. Right. And to be honest, fame doesn't really last. Right. I want to tell you one other story about that. Please. There's a very famous con uh, famous concert, famous musician had a concert last year, I believe it was, and he um, it was either Common or Kanye or one of them. Mm -hmm. So it was a you know R&B rap concert, and at the end of it, a lot of the fans were like, "Oh, that was an amazing concert! That was so cool, etc." And the um, they looked at the guy, the piano, this old guy, and they said, "The guy, that old guy on the piano is going to be really famous one day." Well, that old guy on the piano was Paul McCartney. From Kanye West. The yeah. biggest, you know, bands yeah. in the world. And today, <laughs> kids don't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So That's Sir Paul McCartney? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so it's <laughs> yeah. not about your fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's are, about what you do here. It's yeah. about who you affect. Mm -hmm. That's your legacy. That's your job here. That's what Absolutely. I believe in. Anyway. Yeah. I think that's a, a great place. So that, will there um, be another sequel? Will we get to see Love Potion number 10? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to know. That's the main that's question. The, that'd, be, that'd be really weird. That would be really, <laughs> Hi, yeah, that, Well, Matt, we could have ended on a great message. <laughs> <laughs> and you decided instead, to take it right down there. Right, look, how about we do this? Let's come
combine <laughs> had to go uh, for the joke. We, we combine Highlander and Love Potion number nine, <laughs> and you just uh, end up uh, well, chopping that, Sandra that, Bullock's head off. That's not. I wasn't gonna say that, Mike. <laughs> that's why I'm here. With you? That's Highlander number ten, which is almost <laughs> there now. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm five. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, how can do you? Are you uh, are you on Twitter and, and places like that? Yeah, I'm on uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All that. What's so your social media for people? Adrian Paul One is my Twitter, and then um, Adrian Paul Official is my Facebook, mm-hmm. and Adrian Paul I think Official again is Instagram as well. So, well, uh, this this will They're air. They're all connected anyway, you know. This this will air tomorrow, so oh, uh, we'll be uh, we'll we'll tag you in it. And when then, did you uh, say? Tom- Next week. Yeah. Not Say it tom- like an American. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thank you, tomorrow. It's going to be based tomorrow. Yeah, I'm man. Canadian, so oh. I say tomorrow. <laughs> he gives me crap for it every day because I see him every day. So I always go, hey, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes, what, what, what day? Was that? Yeah. What was that? What did you say? Every day. Tomorrow. Day. Uh, Mike, where can people find you? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on all social media. It is a terrific, terrific thing. Uh, yeah. I, I love looking at your social media. It helps me know when the new Paul Reiser action figure is coming. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. The nerdiest things you could possibly imagine yes. are on <laughs> at Mike Black Attack Instagram. If absolutely. you like He Man, you should follow Mike yeah, Black Attack. You, you know, the funny thing is, a lot of people say to me, they like. So what do you think about all these nerds that go to conventions? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa back up a little bit. Yeah. Those nerds now are making a lot of money. Yeah. The yeah. studios are going there to watch. That's what it's all about today. It's not. There's no more like. And what's any different between somebody going to a con dressed up in cosplay to the guys going to football matches painting themselves blue, green, and Absolutely. white? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's Absolutely. the difference? It's the same. Yeah. It's the it's same a, thing. Same thing. You just have a different like. You know, yeah. So. yeah. Celebrating your fandom—that's what's that's what's important. Yeah. Um. What about Mike? Uh. Matt, Matt, where can people find you? Uh. You can find links to everything at funnymatt.com, or if you would like to tell me you think Highlander Two is an excellent movie, you can do that at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. Leave comments, share, 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 and uh. And I gotta tell you, uh, Adrian, it's so such an honor to have you on the show. I'm a huge, huge fan of you. Thanks, We're man. all big fans, as you can tell. Thanks, so thanks, uh, thanks. hopefully next time you'll sign my sword and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks again. Show. The fucking night time